please stand and turn to face the cross of Christ. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. When they had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say this, The Lord needs them, and he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Look, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, and on a colt the fowl of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put their cloaks on them, and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloak on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and that followed were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? The crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. This is the gospel of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. We thank you, Lord, for your great gift of love and for your son, Jesus Christ, who is acclaimed son of David and king of kings by those who scattered their garments and branches of palms in his path. Bless these branches and those who bear them, Grant that we may ever hail Jesus as our Lord and King and follow him with perfect confidence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
You may be seated. Welcome. It's good to welcome you to worship this morning. Those of you who are joining us in person and online, welcome to worship at St. John's. Today is Palm Sunday, the beginning of Holy Week, when Christians around the world remember the, the, the life, of course, of Jesus, His willingness to journey to the cross, His death for our sake, and, of course, seems to be the final chapter of the story, or at least the beginning of the final chapter of the story when Jesus is raised again on that glorious Easter morning. Today we will hear that story once again as we tell the passion narrative, as we, as we gather together again to hear a story that maybe you've heard over and over and over again, but it's a story of a king but a king unlike any other, a king who we celebrate with palms, but then, as you know, the story turns, it shifts, and we remember that he is a servant king, a king who willingly gives his all, his very life, for you and for me. And so, as we begin our worship today, we, we pray for the presence of the Holy Spirit in this place and the presence of the Spirit in your hearts that we too, once again, might experience the power and the joy of uh, of this beautiful story. Welcome. The wayside was thick with flowers and palm tree greens with their heavy branches. Some of the crowd ran ahead and tore down the branches and carried them in triumph. Some spread them with their cloaks on the path as they would have done for a king. As the procession moved forward, they shouted in excitement and joy, praise to David's son. God bless him who comes in the name of the Lord. Praise be to God. It was hard to imagine that the Messiah had, in fact, come. But in Jesus, they experienced all that the Messiah was said to be. They called him Lord. They called him Rabbi. They also called him friend. They knew that he was a gift from God, proclaimed by the angels to be Emmanuel, God with us. They knew, too, that many were afraid of him, people like King Herod and Caiaphas, the chief priest, the, the, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, afraid of his growing influence and popularity. But none of that mattered that day as Jesus rode into Jerusalem that first Palm Sunday when Jesus was hailed as king. He entered the holy city in triumph, surrounded by those who loved him. Finally, they thought, God's kingdom has come. They stood and they cheered, Hosanna to the king, rejoice and sing.
As Jesus rode into the city, those nearest him noticed his face was sad. There was little sign that here was an all-conquering popular hero coming to lead his people in rebellion against Rome. Jesus had tried so hard to make them understand that there was nothing of earthly power about the kingdom he preached. But they had already forgotten his warnings about what was going to happen this week. In fact, Jesus was the only one in this noisy, excited crowd who knew that the truth was utterly different from that, their own materialistic ideas. The truth meant that he would have to die on a cross to save the world of its sins. On the first day of unleavened bread, when they sacrificed the Passover lamb, Jesus' disciples asked him, where will you have us go and prepare for you to eat the Passover? And he sent two of his disciples and said to them, go into the city, and a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him, and wherever he says or enters, say to the householder, the teacher says, where is my guest, where I am, where I am to eat the Passover with my disciples? And and he will show you a large upper room furnished and ready there, prepare for us. The disciples set out and went to the city and they found it as he had told them and they prepared the Passover. When it was evening, Jesus and his disciples were at the Passover table eating and Jesus said, truly I say to you, one of you will betray me, one who is eating with me. They began to be sorrowful and say to him, uh, to him one after another, is it I? Jesus said to them, it is one of the 12, one who is dipping bread into the dish with me. As they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed and broke it and gave it to them saying, take and eat, this is my body. And he took a cup and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, this is my blood poured out for many. Truly I say to you, I shall not drink again of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. Thank you. 
After the Passover meal, Jesus and his disciples went to the Mount of Olives. Jesus said to them, you will all fall away for it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. But Peter said, I will never leave you. And Jesus replied, truly I say to you, this very night before the cock crows twice, you will deny knowing me three times. But Peter said vehemently, even if I must die with you, I will never deny knowing you. And all the disciples said the same. Then Jesus and his disciples went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus asked them to stay outside the gate so that he might pray alone. Remain here and watch, he asked. His voice sounded anxious. He went into the garden alone and he fell on the ground crying out, Abba, Father. His breath quickened. He could hardly control his next words crying out, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Then there was silent until he continued. Nevertheless, Father, not my will, but yours be done. He lay a while in perfect quietness, weak, empty, and exhausted. Finally, Jesus rose up. His legs, they trembled under the natural weight of standing, but he was able to make his way back to James, to Simon and John. When he came to them, his heart sank into deeper and deeper loneliness. Their bodies lay like sacks at the base of the trees they were sleeping. Then Jesus saw a small firelight below him at the foot of the Mount of Olives. So he bent down to his disciples. He shook them awake and he said, get up and look, the hour has come. My betrayer is at hand. Suddenly, Judas appeared, and with him a company of guards with smoking torches, swords, and clubs, together with the chief priests and the scribes and the elders. Judas spied Jesus and came close to his teacher, looked into his eyes, and he said, Master, and Judas kissed him. Then the guards grabbed Jesus and seized him. One of the disciples yelled out in fear, this was proving to be a very large contention of soldiers. The more that they filled the area around Jesus, the more that the disciples shrank backward. Jesus watched as terror overtook them, and they fled. Some crept away, some dodged and raced away, but they all scattered, all of them, till no one was left, and Jesus was completely alone.
They led Jesus to the home of the high priest where all the chief priests and the elders and the scribes were assembled. Peter had followed at a distance right into the courtyard of the high priest. He was sitting with the guards and warming himself at the fire while the council sought testimony against Jesus to put him to death. The high priest stood up and asked Jesus, have you no answer to make? But Jesus was silent and made no answer. Again, the high priest asked him, are you the Christ, the Son of the Most High? And Jesus said, I am. And you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of heaven. Well, the high priest, he, he tore his garments and yelled out, why do we still need witnesses? You have heard his blasphemy. The guards covered Jesus' eyes and they led him away. Peter was below in the courtyard when one of the maids of the high priests came. Seeing Peter warm himself, she looked at him and said, You were with the Nazarene Jesus. He quickly denied it, but she persisted, causing Peter to frantically deny having any affiliation with Jesus. A bystander was listening in and said, you are one of them. You are a Galilean, just like the others. You know that man, Jesus. But Peter yelled out, you're insane. I've never seen him before in my life. I don't know even what you are talking about. In the distance, one could hear a rooster crow. And suddenly Peter remembered how Jesus had said to him that the before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. As soon as it was morning, Jesus was delivered to Pontius Pilate, the Roman governor. Pilate asked him, are you king of the Jews? And Jesus answered, you have said so. The chief priests, they began to accuse him of many things. And Pilate asked him again, have you no answer to make? But Jesus had no further answer. Now at the Passover, Pilate used to release for them one prisoner for whom they asked. Among the rebels in prison was a murderer. His name was Barabbas. The chief priests, they stirred up the crowd to have Pilate release for them Barabbas rather than Jesus. But Pilate said to them, then what shall I do with the man whom you call the king of the Jews? And they cried out, crucify him. So Pilate hoping to satisfy the crowd, released for them Barabbas and delivered Jesus to be crucified. soldiers led Jesus away. They clothed him in a purple cloak, and they placed on his head a crown of thorns. They laughed and began to salute him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. Then they thrust upon his shoulder a heavy wooden beam, 
forcing him to walk up to the center of the street to a place called Golgotha, which means the place of a skull. And they crucified him there, hanging him upon a cross of execution. An inscription was placed above his head that read, the King of the Jews. When the sixth hour had come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus then uttered a loud cry and breathed his last. When the Roman centurion who stood facing him saw that Jesus had breathed his last, he said to him, truly, this was the Son of God. When evening had come, since it was the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, a Pharisee and a respected member of the council, went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Joseph had brought with him a beautiful linen shroud. He carefully took Jesus' body down from the cross. He lay him upon the white shroud and wound the linen around him. He then carried Jesus to a tomb which had been hewn out of rock and he rolled a stone against the door of the tomb. Silently, he returned home.
art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
Dear friends, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. May we go in peace to love and to serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you.